Bez Hashem, we're learning Brachas Dafim Dalam and Aleph in the top of the Amud first line. We started from the Mishnah, very Yisraelistic Gemara, and we get into Iker and Tafel. We all know that when it comes to a chocolate chip cookie, although we all enjoy the chocolate chips, but we only make a Mizoinus, only make Mizoinus on the cookie, we don't make a Shahakal on the chocolate chips. So we'll start seeing these sugis, these concepts over here. Kol she'imoy iker, kol shu iker v'imoy tefela. Whenever you have an iker, a main, and there's a secondary, so you make the bracha on the iker. Where I'm just saying outside, make a bracha on the iker on the main, and then you don't make a bracha on the tafel. Now, understanding is is that the bracha on that main also covered the tafel. Okay, the tafel is a secondary, so the mizoynis covered the chocolate chip. Okay, why does it make a difference? I'm just gonna bring something out to put on the table here, because like this, do you have to make an bracha an after blessing on the tafel? So it depends how you look at it. Because if you're saying that the ikr is pattering the tafel, the ikr, the main, in the case I gave was the chocolate, the, the cookie is exempting the chocolate chip, so then it's all the same thing, it's one food. Right? So then the, why would I have to make a if I have, excuse example, 10 cookies, okay, big cookies, okay, and you want to show the one who made it how delicious it is. That's the only reason why you're eating 10 cookies, okay. Now, you have enough chocolate chips over there to make a bracha achroina. But if you're saying it's a tofel, so you won't make a bracha achroina. Well, you pull out all the chocolate chips. Okay, but that's, that's not eating right. That's not eating that right. That's not our case. So, Zog the Mishnah, of Maliach, they brought you some salty food. Okay? We'll see the Gemara how, what this means. They brought him salty food and bread with it. Well, the bread is what? With the salty food. So, what's the main thing they brought over you, over here for you? The, the salty food. The salty food. So, you see, the pass is a secondary. Says the Mishnah, you make a bracha on the salty food, and you exempt the bread. How do you like that? Yeah. You don't make a bracha on the bread. The pass is a tofel. The pass is tefillah. So I hear somebody in the back over there saying, what about a shahakal? Make a shahakal, do something. Well, one second. What did we just say about the chocolate chip cookie? We didn't say, say make a shackle and chocolate chip cookie. We said it's a tefillah, it's secondary. So the same way that chocolate chip cookie is a secondary, so too, so is your your bread here is secondary as well. Okay, Over here the understanding is you're only eating the bread as a accompaniment to the salty food because you can't get the salty food down. Let's let's see further, let's see further. There's a lot to see in this. Zaklal, this is the rule. Kol shu if you have something which is a main, whatever the category is, and something is at secondary. You make the bracha on the main, the chocolate chip cookie. You make the mezaynis. You don't make the bracha. In your case of the burger, you're eating the burger. You want the, the bun as well. You want the bun. So once you have the bun, that goes back to our halacha, which we learned, the Gemara, which we said, that whenever you have bread, you make a bracha on the pas, and the pas passes bread and exempts everything else. You don't make a shackle on the on the burger, right? Okay. I'm sorry. 
Right. You're asking what by when with the burger case? With the salty food, is his bread possible? Is it get, gets, <coughs> Let's see what the Gemara is saying this on this mission over here. Gemara has a question. Is there such a concept that there's bread is a secondary? The same way that everybody here is, 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 is jumping off their seats. What, 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 what's going on over here? That the maliach, the salty, is the ikr, and the pas is a secondary? What's going on? Now, what's the basis for the Gemara's question? So the basis, the, the mafarsh, the tzlach, and others explain that pas, as we had learned, is so choshev. It's a hamoitzi lechem It takes its own bracha for itself. Not only that, pas is always that which exempts everything else. So now we're saying pas gets the back seat over here? That's the basis of the Gemara's question. Oh, me, Ika, midi, is there something? They have a maliach ikr who passed fela and the pas is a tofel? Yes, there is such a thing like this. What is it? We're talking about a scenario. There is something called Peres Genoiser. What is Peres Genoiser? Peres Genoiser, Rashi says, what is Peres Genoiser? Peres Genoiser, Rashi says, Peres Eretz Yam Kineret. The fruit of the Yam Kineret. Look at the words of Rashi. It's Chashuvim Min Hapas. They're even more important than bread. How do you like that? Would you ever think there's something more more chashiv in halach and brachas than bread? Comes along the Mara here, says Peres Genoise. Oh, well, it, it's this extremely sweet fruit that you know how you have to eat it? You have to put salt on it. And I, 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 we, we can't, at least I can't rack my head around, my brain around it. I can't figure it out. It's such a sweet fruit that you have to put some salt on it. And that's when the Mishnah says, Heviu lehem meliach, the case we're talking about is the Paris Gnoiser. It's not a herring. It's a Paris Gnoiser. It's these sweet fruits. In order to eat the sweet fruit, you have to put salt on it. Now, we're going to go a little further in the Gemara here, and then we're going to go, oh, we're going to learn some Gemaras with different Amaroim who were a little fanatical, I'll say, with, in, in, the, in the most respectful fashion, about these Paris Gnoiser. We're going to learn Gemaras that, for myself, are very hard to understand to relate to. And that's more of an introduction. So if you're confused what's going on, you'll know you're not alone. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Says the Gemara. We're talking here about these, these Paris Gnoiser, that in order to eat it, you have to put salt on it. So, Amar Rabbi Barachano, Ki Yehavo Azlinon Basrei, Rabbi Yoichon Olameichol, Paris Gnoiser. So Rabbi Barachano says, when we were going behind, the Talmudim were walking behind the great Rabbi Yoichon to go eat, this Paris Gnoiser, Ki Avinim Beimeo, when we were a hundred Talmidim, Maktinun Lei, Lechol Chad Vechad Asara Asara. We gathered together, take out the calculators, each when we were a hundred Talmidim, we gathered together ten Paris Gnoiser for each of us. So ten times a hundred? A thousand. Now, Vichi Avinim Beasara, when we were ten Talmidim, Maktinun Lei, Kolchad Vechad, Meya Meya. Each one of the ten Talmidim gathered how much? A hundred payers Gnoiser. We got a thousand again. Okay. 
And each of the of the hundred of us, there were so so many of them that they were filling up the baskets of th- of three saw, it's a large amount. Okay, and they ate this the 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 peris. Rabbi Yochanan ate it. Rabbi Yochanan said, He like swore, doesn't mean literally swore, that he, it's like he barely ate anything. After he ate a thousand of these peyos gunois. So Gemara says, Is it possible that he ate so much of these peyos gunois and he wasn't satiated yet? So we're saying like this. He didn't have a satiation from it. He ate, obviously, you know, he ate food. He just ate a thousand of his parents. But he didn't have a mozan shudora soides that which satiated the heart. We're, once again, we're going through all these different scenarios of people eating this great Amorim eating these parents. Another scenario. Rabbi Avo Achil, Rabbi Avo ate the parents. Ad to have a shorik lay dudvo meapusi. He ate so much of this peyus ganoiser that the pores of his skin became so moist that if a fly would go on his forehead, on his face, it would just slip right off. Okay. They ate so much to the point that their hair was falling off. Once again, I gave you an introduction on that, on this Gemara here. Okay, I see your face here. <laughs> Rabbi Shimshin ben Lokish, the great Rish Lokish, have a achil ademorid. He ate so much to the point he became delirious. Rabbi Yochanan, his brother-in-law, and his rabbi, said to the Veinasiya, to the Beis Hanasi, the house of the Nasi, he said like, uh, uh, officers to help bring him back to his house, to bring him back to his house. He was like intoxicated from these, these Paris Gnoiser. Okay? Yeah. So Gmar says further, he also, Ravdim Yomar, Ir There was a city that Yane Hamelech had at the Har Hamelech, the mountain of the king. Show you might see in me men a shishim riboy sifle taurus. They would have six hundred thousand uh, pieces of tuna fish. Who who is this for? Lekoytet seitaden for those who would cut down for all the workers who would cut down the figs. Me erish shabbos erish shabbos every single week. Six hundred thousand pieces of fish tuna fish for those who would work. Now, the understanding is, what's the connection over there to the te'enim? Te'enim is also this tremendous sweet. The figs were very sweet as well. That's why I believe, well, some explained, they bring this Gemara in here, over here. Ki also rav in Omar, ilon echod hoyoloi liyane ha-melech, bahara melech, that yane ha-melech had a certain tree. Shohoyu mayridin mimenu arboim so goizles misholish bereichoyis bechoydesh. That... He would take down 40 saw of goizlas, of these pigeons, from three different broods, they call it, right? Every month. There was a certain city in Eretz Yisrael. 
And the name of the city was Gufnis Shema. The name of the city was Gufnis. You had 80 sets of brothers. That doesn't mean there were, there were, a parents had 80 children. But you had 80 sets of brothers who were, they were all Koyhanim, who married 80 sets of Koyhanois sisters. Okay? Now, this is, this was the place before the Chorim Beis Amidosh. Okay? The Badku Rabbanon, the Rabbanon checked, Misura V'ad Nahardo, from Misura to Nahardo, and they never found any type of situation like this, of families, of pairs like this, marrying into each other. Brothers marrying sisters like this. Bar, except for the following case. Mibante di Rav Of the daughters of Rav Chizda. And we're going to come across the daughters of Rav Chizda later on in the Gemara as well. Bante di Rav Chizda have a nesiv on who did they marry? Rami Bar Chama, Marufa Bar They married Rami Bar Chama, which we find throughout the Gemara, and Marufa Bar Chama. So Marufa Bar Chama, Rami Bar Chama married to who? The daughters of Rav Chizda. So their father was Rav Chizda. So you have two brothers marrying two sisters. Okay? But even though the Rav Chizda was a Kayin, so therefore his daughters were the daughters, they were Bas Kayhanim. In who they, Rabbi Barachamo and Marufu Barachamo, Loi Havik Kayhanim. They were not Kayhanim. But what do you see over here? That was the one example they were able to find of brothers marrying sisters. There is a sefer called Sefer Chasidim, written by the great Baal Taisvis. We have Rabbi Yehuda Chassid is quoted here in the Taisvis and Brachos. One of the Baal Taisvis. Rabbi Yehuda Chassid, he writes, brothers shall not marry sisters. The night of Yehuda. Oh, okay, right. So he, he has he has reasons. The night of Yehuda, right, because of even problems, right? The night of Yehuda says. You see from this Gemara, there are those that explain, is, is it for everybody what Rabbi Yudachas is saying, or is it not for everybody? The Nadi Vida says, you see from this Gemara, it's only talking that to his descendants. That this Rabbi Yudachas, this Inyanim, is going in this Tzavah, is only going for his descendants. Because you see over here, they did do this. Okay. Zakt Gemara Vaiter. Another topic discussing this uh, salt. Amar Rav, kol sudosh ein melach, any meal that does not have salt at the table, eino suudo. It's not considered to be a suudo. So even though we had learned previously that the bread that we eat has salt in it, however, nonetheless, you should also have salt on the table. We saw a taste of this. It takes away, uh, takes away din. We, we saw that as well. Amr Rabbi Chiyabar Abba, Amr Rabbi Yechon, and the Kol Suda Shein Basrif. Any Suda, any Suda doesn't have any soup. It's also not called a Suda. I heard someone say that's why you find by Simchas, you go to Bar Mitzvah. And you go to Bar Mitzvah, and what do they serve? They also serve soup at the table, at the Bar Mitzvah. Why? Because it's a Suda over there as well. Fine. That was this first Mishnah, Amen Da'on Aleph. We now come to another Mishnah, Amen Da'on Aleph. Now, yes. 
Now, if you remember, we had a situation earlier in the Gemara, a few blot earlier, that Rabbi Leal said, what's the bracha achroin you make on dates? Dates, dates. What bracha achroin? The after bracha? Do you make on dates? You bench. Rabbi Leal says you bench. Right? And when we said this, everybody's eyes popped up. What was benching on dates? Whoever heard something like this? We're now going to learn the reason why Rabbi Leal says you bench on dates. Not only that, Rabbi Akiva is going to say you're going to bench on cooked vegetables. When I say bench, I mean not you sitting on a bench. Barogat, mamish, the good old benching. Hazan, the three, the three daraisa, right? That's the main thing. Imamish benches. Now we all know how lachalamaisra baisai. That's not what we do. Don't come out of here and start benching at dates and tell everybody that's what I said to do. No, we're learning Gemara now. Okay. I'm sorry. Ah, so let's see. Let's see the reason. What's the reason why Rambamil doesn't say you bench on it and Rambamil? Uh, Ricky also says you bench on so cooked fruit. Fruit also probably have to bench, right? basically implying in the first Mishnah. Uh, let, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see the let's see the mission over here. So before we see the mission, one more point of introduction, and with that is as follows: the pasuk says, "Vo'achalto v'sovato uvirachto This is a pasuk in Varim, Periches, pasuk Ches. We're going to see three psukim back to back to back, Tes and Yud as well. Or rather, ches, tes, and yud. Okay? So the Pasuk says, You should eat, satiated, and bench. For the good land that he gave you. So this is the source of the mitzvah of benching. Just to give the understanding of what Gemara is going to do now, after we see the Mishnah, is that we're going to have a discussion of the Shiva Samina. And we're going to say, maybe this Pasuk of is not just going on lechem bread, but it's also going on the pasuk preceding it of the shiva samini, of the seven species. Okay, let's see the Gemara inside. The Mishnah first. Okay, the Mishnah says like this: The person ate from the fruits that of Eretz Israel that they're blessed from the breast. The Shivas Amina Anavim, grapes, Te'enim, figs, Remainim, pomegranates, Mivarach Achareyem, Sholish Brachis. You bench the Bracha Achreyne afterwards, is Berchas Amazim. Who says this? Divirag Melil. Nechacham Aimrim, Bracha Achas. No. You make the Allah Eitz. Right? Allah Eitz. Just like you make an Allah Mikra on the Zionists, on grain, you say Allah Eitz, Valpriya Eitz. And you don't have to make you don't have to bench, make, make a bench of Shalak, even if you ate vegetables that were cooked, and that's your satiation. that's your food. So Kiva says not only but also vegetables that you cooked. Sounds like Mikra Khidish now, right? That's one thing. But I take my carrots, I cook my carrots, eat some carrots and celery. Pull out the bencher? We're not saying washing first, no. That's true. Okay, but we're just focusing on the, on the benching part. That's true. We're not discussing washing first. Okay. Now, then the mission finishes off. It says, I show you Simayim with someone, a person who drinks water because he is very thirsty. We're talking the first bracha. The first part of the mission was talking about the bracha achreina. 
Now this this last part of the safe is talking about the bracha rishayna. If you drink water because you're thirsty, what bracha do you make? Shahakol niyavet varay. Rabbi Tarfan says, no, I disagree. If you are drinking water because you're thirsty, you don't make a shahakol beforehand. You make a bayrei nefashos rabis v'chesreina. And it's very confusing because we all know we don't do that. But Rabbi Tarfan says. The bracha rishoyna that you make on drinking water if you're thir- thirsty is a bari nefashas. We do that at the end. The Tavern says you do that in the beginning. Now, now that we're all confused, let's go to the Gemara. <laughs> it says in the beginning or at the end? At the beginning. He's talking about lefneim. What do you want? You don't want to know what you do at the end? Yeah. <laughs> First, you got to know what you do at the beginning. <laughs> okay. Zat Gemara, my time at the Gemara. What's the use for Gemara that says you make a berchas amazon, you bench after you have shivas aminim? This is because now once again, remember the pesukim we said. It says in the pasuk, Eretz chito usoiro, a land of wheat and barley. Then it says afterwards, afterwards it says vegefin te'ein of arima in erizes shemen dvash. Then it says the 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 fruits of the land of Israel. Then it says uksev Eretz. The land with not with poverty you're going to eat bread. Then says, You will eat and be satiated and bench. So how is Rogamaliel learning? Rogamaliel is learning that the benching that the Pasuk says is going back not just on Lechem, but the previous Pasuk as well. Now that we understand it's going on the Shiva Samino also. Okay, so he's not going with that. You're, you're asking a good question. You're asking a good question. We we, we learn according to one man Dalmar that that the, this pasuk is going according to measurements, shiurim, right? So so that's a good question. So you have to say Rambamliel is not going with that, right? Okay. So but now we understand where Rambamliel is coming from. Now that we understand, first of all, I just want to point something out. You see the beauty over here. We were all confused, myself included. Okay, where in the world could this come from that you could say to bench on Shiva Samina? You have some dates, you have pomegranates, you have two pomegranates, so you have the sheer kazayas, whatever you want to have. And, and now you have that bench, mamish, what's going on here? Uh, so you see very clearly, dog bear, you see what's going on here? Because he's going back to the psukim that say bench, what do you bench on? Not just bread, but the pasuk before that said also if you have the shiva saminim. So that's why he says the bench. Now, the Rabbanon, so what's the reason why the Rabbanon say nothing doing? That you don't make a berchas amazon benching on shiras and the reason is because eretz it says eretz asheloi miskenus toichal balechem in pasuk tes hivsek ha'inyan that is a divider that's separate between the pasuk that talks about the shiras to the pasuk that's telling you to bench is a separate there's a period over here. That's where the Rabbanans say, no, we're not going back to the positive of the Shiva Samina. We're not connecting it. Okay. And that's the Rabbanans say, and of course, as we know, Halach al so that's how we pass it. What does he do with Eretz? He also has to, he has to do something with the word Eretz. Why doesn't he use the word Eretz as a divider, as a, as a period? That's not connected, that should not connect to the benching. So he says, no, Eretz, also Hisak Inyan. Also, it is a divider. But, He's coming to tell you something else. If your Koyseis, 
you're chewing the grain, the stalk, which we had this earlier also. You're chewing the stalk from the ground, and you're eating it, which is not the normal way of eating it. Then he's saying, the one who's koyseis nachita, eats in an abnormal way of eating it, he does not bench. That's what the word Eretz is coming to teach me. The word Eretz, says from Leo, is coming to tell me that if I'm koyseis nachita, then I will not do v'achalto v'savati v'racht, I will not do berchot samaz and bench afterwards. Okay. Says Gemara further. Now we're discussing the brach of Alamichia. Amr Rabbi Yaakov Baridi Omar Bechanino. Kol shu mechameshes haminin. Any food which is a chameshes haminin of the five grains. Betchilu mevarach alav bayrei minei mezaynis. You make a bayrei minei mezaynis. Ulvasoif bracha achas mein shalish. Right? And that's exactly what my, that's how we live our lives every day. If it's of the five grains, Rabbi Yaakov Baridi, Amr Rabbi Yaakov Baridi, Omar Rabbi Chanino, this is the Baal Memra that says five grains, you make an Mizoinus first and Al Mich at the end. Amarabah Bar Bar Mari, Amarabi Shubin Levi. Koshuhu Mishivasaminin, whatever comes from the seven uh, species of fruits that the land of Ersal is praised by. And it's not of the five grains, but Khinovarak Bayer for eights. First you make a eights, Ulvasaif Brocha Achasmin Shalish, then afterwards you make a Allah eights. Okay, brach aches mein shalosh. I don't want to say ala michi because you're not making ala michi. You're making ala eitz. Now, what is the text of these brachas? Well, you have two options, Rabbi Yisai. You can either, well, more than two options, either open your sitter on your table next to you, or you could continue the Gemara because that's where you get it from. Okay, this is now when you see the text, the actual text where it comes from right here. Then dalar man ala. Amar le abayil ravdimi abayis is ravdimi mainihu brach aches mein shalosh. What is this brach aches mein shalosh? On the fruit of the tree, he says, On the eights and the pre eights and the fruit of the tree. For those listening to the recording, there's some construction going on here. Okay. Rachim, Hashem, Elekeinu, Al Yisrael, Mechval Yisrael, Mechval Yisrael, Mechval Yisrael, the Sivne Yushalayim Er Kod Shecha. Let's see a little different of the text that we say. The Meir of Yamenu Va'alignu Secha. That Hashem should rebuild the base of Midrash quickly and speedily in our days. Va'alignu Secha. V'samchein Be'Ve'Ba. Ki Ato Atoiv Meiti Va'Kol. Because you are good and you give to, good to, to all. Now, the, why is it called Me'ein Sholosh? Why is this bracha? Why is this bracha called Me'ein Sholosh? Similar to the three, because the bracha of Al Hamichya. Allah eight, Allah pre eight, is similar to the three derisa of benching. So it's, it's basically it's like a miniature benching, right? Which the question always comes up, which now there was a, there was a share um, a few weeks ago on this. What happens if you accidentally bench instead of saying Allah Michia? What about if you say Allah Michia instead of benching? Does any of that work? Okay, let's go further. That's not a topic for right now. You want to ask a question like this? Um, the fine. So now we also have the chamesh saminin. If you had all the five grains, ala michival kalkolo, you'll end the ala michival kalkolo. You say the michio and the kalkolo. Val tunuvas asade. And the choy saying ala oretz vala michio. That's how you conclude. So Gemara is a question. Michtam b'may chasim. What is the text of the 
What is the text of the end of the bracha? Michtam b'maychasen. He also Ravdimi, when Ravdimi came from Babel, to, excuse me, to Eretz Yisrael, Amar Rav, he said the name of Rav, Chosim b'roishchaydesh. Ah, <coughs> you concluded, by the way, Rabbi Yisai, what's today? It's roishchaydesh. So we learn the Gemara and Brachas that Memdal and Aleph that also talks about roishchaydesh. Tzadishmai. Okay. So he says, the way you conclude your bracha of Alamichia is the same way you conclude the bracha of Rosh Chodesh. Which means what? Now, before we finish the, the wording of the Gemara, I want to point something out. There's a halacha that, generally speaking, you only want to conclude the bracha with one topic. One topic. Having that in mind, the Gemara is going to say, so how, do you, how can you conclude with two topics? So to that, the Gemara says, you concluded the bracha just like you don't Rosh Chodesh. How do you conclude a bracha on Rosh Chodesh Mosof? So what do we dab Mosof early? We say, Baruch HaTu HaShem, Mekadesh Yisrael, V'Rashi Chadashim. Mekadesh Yisrael is one, V'Rashi Chadashim is two. So you see, it's two different topics. What we're going to say, the answer is going to be, it's really one topic. Okay, but hold on for that. So, Hachamai, so over here, by the bracha of Alamichia, how do we conclude? Ravchiz Da'amar, Ravchiz says, Al Oretz V'Al Peirei Seho. Okay? So basically the point is, it's not a problem over here also to conclude because it's also just like we conclude by Rosh Chodesh, Mikadosh Yisrael, V'Rosh Yichadosh. So Rav Chizah says, Rabbi Yechon Amar, What's the difference? A slight difference? Okay? Let's look at the words again. Rav Chizah said, Rav Chizah was where? Where, where was his uh, zip code? Zip code was? Uh, no. He was in Babel, right? Rav Chizah was Babel. was asking me the Kasha, right? Okay. Rav Yechlon was where? Eretz Yisrael. Okay, why is it important to know that? Because we're going to see him in a second over here. So Rav Chizah said, you conclude the bracha, Peiroseha. Peiroseha means the fruit of Eretz Yisrael. Rav Yechlon said, Allah Oretz, Allah Peiros, and the Oretz and the fruit of the land. So Amrav Amram, there's no Machlekes. For B'nai Bavel, Rav Chiz is saying that he's praising the land of, the fruits of the land of Eretz Yisrael. And Rav Yechonen saying that the brach of Allah Aretz, Allah Michio, or rather Allah Peirisel, is referring to the Peirois of not an Eretz Yisrael. So Mara says, wait a second. They're scratching their head on that one. One second. Maskif law. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, in who Achli Vanan Mevarchin Mevarchin, the people in Eretz Yisrael are eating the fruit of Eretz Yisrael, and we're gonna conclude the bracha for those in Bavel, and the same thing that those in Bavel are eating the fruit not in Eretz Yisrael, and they're going to conclude Peiroi Seha. The, 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 the fruit of Eretz Yisrael, that, that doesn't seem to flow properly. That's why the Gemara says, Epoch, Ela Epoch, switch it around. Rav Chizda Omar al Oretz Vala Peirus. Rav Chizda, we said, was where? In Bavel. So he would make the bracha at the end, he concluded, how do you conclude the bracha of Ala Michio and Ala Eitz, Al Oretz Vala Peirus, which is referring to the, the fruit outside of Eretz Yisrael? Rabbi Yechon Amar Al Oretz Va'al Peiroi Seho. 
Rabbi Yochanan is saying, because Rabbi Yochanan was in Eretz Yisrael, so he would conclude the bracha, al ha'aretz, v'al peresel, because since he lived in Eretz Yisrael, he was able to praise the land of the fruits of peresel, of Eretz Yisrael. And it's a shem tomorrow we pick up from Indalud, and with Beis, Tavdamud.